This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Never mind Epstein's list, look at our bloody injury list. Hello and welcome to episode one of series 10 of the Scarf Bagara War, part of the TalkSport Fan Network. If you've been watching all this time, congratulations, thank you. Thank you for being alive and having eyes. If not, we'd recommend you leave now and start from series one. I mean, I, I, I watched Teen Slut 7 at a sleepover when I was a kid and... <laughs> because I've not seen the first six, I did not have a clue what was going on. Nightmare. Yes, every Wednesday between the hours of 8pm and 9pm, we are here bringing you all the best and latest in county news, views and opinion with me, Nick Lee, and him, Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. And happy New Series. As he's saying in America. Happy New Series. Now, Series 10, is it not? Yes. Well, what what year was the first podcast? Jan, it was January 2015, so this is our 10th series. Well, was it? All right. For some reason, I thought it was like early. Yes, sorry, I've got my manager years wrong there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. January, and then Neil, Neil Young came in to save us in the summer of 2015. To, don't ever he? let it be said that we're jumping <laughs> on the bandwagon. No, well, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. That we did the pod, we did the first podcast the day after we got beat six one away at Wrexham in the FA Trophy. So cheers! And now, now look at us, look at us, look at us all. God bless us. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Well done. Well, well done. Well, I'm glad we cleared the little the numbering up. Anyway, that's very important. It is the testimonials. Well, if if you think think about how many, like, if I look at my favourite TV, right. So films, Harry Potter, that got oh, seven books, eight films. Uh, TV series, uh, Peep Show, nine series. Game of Thrones, eight series. Although that def- that probably deteriorated about as much as this has. So I, th- I think we're in good company there. We've got we've got more series than Game of Thrones. We should do like a, a HBO version of this. You know, we're like more nipples and dragons. <laughs> 
Speaking Fancy of nipples one. and dragons, we've got Waggy with us. <laughs> Good evening. How are we doing? Happy New Year. Happy Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Who, who are we playing in the testimonial then for this season? Oh, who have we got? I think the Oldham lads. I think we play against the Oldham lads. We're going against yeah. the Oldham lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give them a kick in. <laughs> yeah, what what are they? Are they about four years in now? Are they three three years in? Maybe four. Yeah, but we don't want to do it with the Wrexham lads, do we? Because we'll never hear really the end of it, and not and not beat us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're doing it at their place, they'll beat us. Well, I was going to say, if it's at our place, we'll probably win, <laughs> won't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll just meet on that university car park on the last day of the season and just give them yeah. a good shoe in. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds no, like we, no, we should we should do it again. Do the testimonial against Neil a Neil Young select eleven. So that this is I just, mean, just go... you've got eighty players to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> just go back then. Was it? I, I mean, I've I've lost like track of time now. It was January twenty fifteen when we started this. Neil Young wasn't in post at that point, was he? No, he was summer twenty fifteen. Alan Lord was manager, and then Alan Lord wasn't it? Yeah, he announced. I think he announced in like February March he was stepping down at the end of the season, and then we got. Yeah. Uh, Got Neil and his revolving door for yes. about six months. Yeah, plenty of scousers, weren't they? Yeah, that, that was when that was when I first started getting annoyed by John Kerr and describing a player as the likable scouser. <laughs> it's, it's never the hubcap thieving over a sentimental shit house. It's always the like. I mean, there's a few. There's a few Careful. that fit that description. Careful, Look at you, John got Rooney. Big speaker on. He's got. He's got uh, yeah. out. <laughs> You'll just see a hand come in, and I'll just get. A yeah. <laughs> Great, and another stereotype to add to it. Well done. <laughs> so tonight, then, thank you for joining us. Because you, if you join us, I'm guessing that you're not interested in the in the darts. So I'll be going watching the darts as soon as this is finished. So cheers for joining us. Uh, we are going to talk about the Bradford match. Mansfield injuries, transfers, either in or out. I say in, what we think is coming in, uh, but what we know is going out, what we think is going out maybe as well. We're going to do getting reses. Um, yeah. And have a, just have, just have have a, people noticed the new intro, do you think? I bet, every, I bet everyone tuned in after the intro had gone, didn't they? Yeah. That would be typical, that, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch any sport. That is most commonly played by big blokes in the pub. Not from snooker. I like snooker. But they're not big. You know, you can't be a big bloke playing snooker, <laughs> can you? It's... That's what that's what extensions and rests are for for the big blokes that can't get their, get over the table. <laughs> that's true. That's true enough. Yeah, yeah. Don't need them, they. Um, no spoilers for the darts. Fair enough. No spoilers for the darts. Half and half scars at the darts. Yeah, that can definitely get in the reses. Anyway, this is a football show. Let's keep it football. Shall we talk about Bradford? But first, let's just have this little video. Used it again there. Good. Yeah, I know. Milking that. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> Getting, getting SARS withdrawals. So Bradford away then. Any of you go? I've I watched. I watched. You, you went, didn't you? But, but Waggy's, Waggy's making a stand here. Like, no, yeah, no. Didn't, didn't even listen to it. 
I didn't even listen to it. I was um, at St. George's Hall in Liverpool listening to a orchestra play Pink Floyd songs. Right. Well, so... I wish I'd done that instead. <laughs> well, in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds amazing. You never told me this. Uh, I've not seen you since. But yeah, that was that was me, yeah. Mrs. Butt ages ago and I completely forgot. So I was like, get myself ready to resettle in and start watching. She went, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going watching. She went, no, you're not. It's like, oh, right, no, I'm not. What am I doing when we're going to Liverpool? So, oh, oh, right, okay. Oh, yep. <laughs> it was she must really love you. That, that must be great. <laughs> I must really love her to miss Bradford. Uh, Pink Floyd, though, innit? Yeah, no, it was absolutely superb. It was absolutely superb. And like you say, St. George's Hall is similar to uh, the Stockport Town Hall, so there's like big sort of ballrooms and stuff, so the acoustics and everything were really smart. So yeah. Well, that's the that's the entertainment review. Uh, yeah. Scarlet <laughs> Division are playing at the Spinning Top on Friday night. Uh, entries five pound. No concessions because they don't make any concessions. Bradford, go. Bradford. I went. I got absolutely drenched. Um, what to say about Bradford? God, that was before New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Um, one of my. <laughs> My getting the res is about Bradford, but I'm going to come to that later. Um, what do we know about Bradford? Uh, it was it was a bit of a damp squib, really. It was it was a bit it was a, there was a bit of there was a lot of nothingness. I want to say um, mm. Ben Hinchliffe kept us in it. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> If, if he doesn't get December Player of the Year, then there's something completely wrong. December uh, Player of the Year? What the hell? Oh, yeah. I know December felt long, mate, but come on. <laughs> you know what? It did. It did. Someone's put it's damp bad, squid, it? please. It's damp squib, is it not? I, I hope he's joking. Otherwise, I'm going to start using that button to block people from the chat. <laughs> never never had to use it before. Anyway. Um, yeah. God, it was so long ago now. What, what did it look like on the telly, Nick? <laughs> on the telly, we came... It was a proverbial flying out of the blocks early on. Yes, and I it, it was now. One yeah. of them with forced corners. We were having shots cannoned away. And I thought, right, if we if we get an early goal here, we'll we'll win this by two or three because we were all over them. And then we, we let them settle... I think there were points. There were points where they looked the better side. They're much improved under Graham Alexander. They are my. I mean, get your betting apps open now, folks. They're my tips to win the playoffs. I'll say that now. I, I fancy Bradford for the playoffs. Now they've got a, a proper manager who's got them play, yeah. playing, and and they've got Young coming back on after his, his recall from his loan at Swindon. They'll bring some other bodies in. Like look, 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 fairly impressive in comparison to. I mean, I still maintain we should have beaten um, in the game at our place earlier in the season. Um, yeah. but it was it was just horrible conditions. I think even without the conditions, we'd have taken a draw. I know I I know we certainly said on air before Christmas that eight points from the four is what we were expecting. Obviously, we didn't get that in the end. Um. But I'd, I'd certainly have taken draws at Barrow and there. Uh, Andy, Andy Cook had that chance second half where he's he's yeah. absolutely hammered it and Inchliffe fa- fairly close to being a point-blank save that because he was off his line. I mean, there's there's so many things Cook could have done to actually guarantee he'd score that, but he's just put his foot through it and a fantastic save. Akil Wright, very impressive. I think 
possibly his yeah. best game for us. Wasn't it? Wasn't it a foul yeah. just before that on right before Cook had his shot? Yeah, shouldn't it have been a quite foul possibly? Mm. Yeah, um, I'm finding it hard to decide whether to pick on the ref or not. There was there was a couple of little baffling decisions, like thing, things he let go that you wouldn't think a referee should let go, but then also points where he pulled play up when you wouldn't. But it was just it was just a horrible. It was very enjoyable for a nil nil. If I was a neutral, I'd have enjoyed that. I mean, I think the, the the atmosphere seemed decent. Yeah, it seemed like a proper t- two teams who were prob- probably club wise are better than this league. You know, two teams you expect to be higher up the pyramid. It was just, yeah, proper, proper old-fashioned English game. A tactical battle. Yeah. It was a weird one for me because I went, I drove, so I wasn't drinking, but I just can't remember any of it. And I think it's because I was too busy. I was too busy shivering for 90 minutes. <laughs> trying, to keep, trying to keep warm. Um, I did, I did, I do recall, actually, they didn't, they didn't have our badge for the big scoreboard that they had. And I, I just wondered why somebody not googled our badge and put it on the big scoreboard. It was just because when you Google our badge, it doesn't come up on on the on the actual Google football thing. You know when it comes up with like the table and your results at the start. Our badge isn't on there yet. Oh yeah, it's not on Still. there. But if you if you just if you just Google Stockport yeah. County badge, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for thanks for telling me how Google works, Russ. Well, <laughs> it, it, it felt like you, you didn't know how we worked then when I was. <laughs> No, no, I, I was just assuming they were they were so lazy that they wouldn't look past the little thing that comes up at the top. They wouldn't click little, over onto the little middle. shield. Yeah, a little shield. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all coming back to me now. Uh, to quote, um, <laughs> who was that? Was that Celine Dion? Celine Dion. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was the match where Crowsdale miscued. So we did have some good. I remember now. We had some good ticky tacky, didn't we? Ticky tacker going forward. He looked like he was going to do a Jack Wilshire against Norwich. It was, it was yeah, all set up for that kind of yeah. finish. And then the one person you don't really want it to fall to is Ryan Crosdale, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nick, as well, just getting people involved there, just to, re- just, to just to remind me what happened. Give <laughs> <laughs> like, some mental notes. Um, Bradford pitch was poor standard. It was. It was It was a bit horrific, to be fair. And it also, it looked like um, an upside-down pan. Do you know what I mean? And I was thinking, is that for drainage or is that, is that just because it's shit? Um, yeah, it's weird. I'm I'm saying nothing about the pitch yet because we've got resas to do later. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> did it did it start slowing down the ball towards the end of the match or was it that bad? Yeah, well, it was. It raining all the time, was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, most of the time in the on the wings, it wasn't even bouncing. Well, there was another bouncing. downpour second half, and there was points where a player would be waiting for what seemed like a perfectly weighted pass, only to find that the ball had, had stopped dead about two or three feet from him. I think it's one of them, if the rain had carried on and there was a bit more of the game left, you're possibly looking at it being abandoned there, because mm. that's when it can get dangerous. That's when, that's when players can get themselves injured, You know, going in for a challenge to find the balls no, actually nowhere near them. Yeah. Yeah. And... Special mention for Powell. I know Dave Philbin's mentioned him here. He was putting in some balls that they were, they were to kind of phrase, they were they were ahead of Tanto. I mean, more ways than one. Do you know what I mean? 
So if 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 it, 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 there was one right where we were right behind it, and he sort of because um, we were at the side of the pitch, he curled it round two defenders with his right foot. Tanto didn't go for it or checked, and it just went through in the end. And I'm thinking, no one's seen that apart from Powell. Uh, but it's an absolute class ball. It's it's a class ball, and he did it more against Mansfield, didn't he? And we'll come to that in a second, I suppose. But I mean, if it get yeah. if that ball gets to Tanto, he's going to be offside anyway, which is really frustrating me at the moment. He's got pace to. He does not need to be off to be offside. Is no. he can he can start ten yards on side and still beat most defenders at this level to the ball to a through ball. He just he's getting very very frustrated. I know, and he's getting a lot of a uh, lot of criticism at the moment. Tanto. Well, he's he's according to people on Twitter, he's, he's fucking wank. Apparently, you know. Oh. Well, 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 they're, well, they're sat there with like what's it dust all over their flaccid willies. <laughs> He's uh, getting paid to be a professional athlete, but he's he's wank apparently. Yeah, I've never understood it. You think of how many people play football in this country; it must be like thirty, thirty-five million, and he's in like the top thousand. Even even players in like League Two are in the top thousand players in this country. Is that well? He's he's specifically. I mean, I went off on one on Twitter about this on New Year's Day. But I was like, well, there's specifically not. It's all well and good giving like constructive criticism to players, saying, oh, he's having a bad run of form. But if if, if you're wank, you don't score 13, 14 goals or whatever he's got in league. He's two, only, he's in only half done that. Season. Because we had Barry. He only scored them. Oh, yeah, Barry. sorry. Sorry. That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that was it. Yeah. So we would be, yeah, be that, all right. Well, that goal he scored in the. Those two goals, that goal he scored against Salford in the playoffs must have been because Barry was on the op- opposite side playing. Was still, Barry was on the same pitch. Same. So that it's must have Barry. been why it happened. Yeah. Because Barry was on the pitch. That's why he scores. Absol- absolute <laughs> madness. Absolute feel, madness. The, the, world, like the world's picking, gone mad. I feel like you're picking somebody out here. Is there somebody specifically that's, 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 um, no, I think, no, I think that's grinding your gears with this? There's been a lot of it. There's been a lot of it. It's just become a general a general thing that. People don't seem able to say, "Oh, such a player could do this better." It's just, "Oh, this player's shit." So, well, yeah, they're very definitely was... not shit. They weren't shit when you're crawling up their ass for the first three months of the season, so they're not shit now. Just going through he's a bad had, run. His, his first touch isn't isn't as good as it has been. I think that's the biggest mm. thing that I've noticed with him at the minute. His first touch, it doesn't seem to be the ball's coming to him in his first touch, and it's it's bouncing away from him quite a bit, which I didn't it, I didn't notice that. That he was doing that when he was on form mm. and he was scoring goals and stuff. So, as you say, it doesn't come shit overnight. We paid what was it, 150 grand for him. So, he's yeah. not a. He's probably one of the only players that we've actually spent money on. I think, isn't he under Challoner? Yes. Yeah, he is right. one of about three or four. I think three or four that we spent yeah. money on. So, yeah, he's not going to be. He's 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 not. He's but. Hmm. It's just as you say. It's people's perceptions and keyboard warriors. Yes, it, okay. it feels like it's already turned into Rezzers. <laughs> getting the Rezzers have come early. Rezzers, get in the Rezzers. Get in the Rezzers. Oh, we're not, we're not doing that yet. We'll do that later. <laughs> no, no, it's too early. Don't, don't go disturb. I know it's a new series and everything, but don't go disturbing the equilibrium. <laughs> God. Um, the other thing about Bradford away as well, well, a couple more things really that are coming through. Uh, Andy Cook face planting that was hilarious. Oh yeah, did I, that come through on the that. telly? 
I did, I'm, well, I, I seen it. I think somebody clipped it and put it onto Twitter. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Byrne tweeted it as well. It was, um, must be something about Bradford yeah. away and players yeah, just falling be. on their asses. It would, to be, to be honest though, I'm glad he did because I was shitting myself. Like Hinchliffe had come out of his goal and put it out for a throw and then the ball, like he gets it off the ball boy and then you think, oh yeah. God, here we go. And then just bang. So it's so it a very good job. Yeah, we got away with one there. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think the only th- other thing I wanted to mention was: did nobody went off injured at Bradford? Did they? <laughs> Seems like every game we get one. Did anybody go off injured Nick, at Bradford? Nick Powell, but, Ch- but Chaloner's comments were a bit. I'm not sure. Not sure whether he believed he was actually injured. He said he'd felt something, didn't he? And then that's why. He, that's yeah. why he got to cough. Right. But Powell was also suffering with a bug along with Cottrell over Christmas. Right. So that, that's not gonna not gonna help either. But then yeah, Powell Powell was back New Year's Day, wasn't he? Yes. Which is that a sign of how stretched we are? I think he probably is, isn't it? Yeah, I think possibly, so. but I I thought he looked he looked bright when he came on against Mansfield. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he started I thought I thought he started how he'd he finished the finished his spell against Bradford on on Friday, I thought he looked, he looked decent. He looked when he came on, he looked very likely to make something happen, despite being at right back inexplicably at some point. It's like, oh, but uh, on, at one point, someone was showing for the ball over, and I looked over, and it's Nick Powell, like the furthest mm-hmm. man back. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, he found himself some space then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have loved the, the Mansfield lineup, then, wouldn't you? The number nine playing, I want to talk about and it. number three playing what? left wing. <laughs> we, we, see, we have we have this every season, and so last season that that number nine was playing at centre back. I thought, well, you know, he's he's slotting in there because the other centre backs are out injured, which was the case at the time. And then he stayed there for most of last season. And then when they came to play us in the second half of the season at our place, I think he was at right back, and then he played at both right back and left back. So he spent most of last season playing in defence, and they've not thought in the summer. Not, at no point has Nigel Clough thought, oh, I'll change his number. He's probably pissed like his dad, isn't he? But at no point <laughs> has he thought, oh, I'll, I'll change his number. It really, really gets me. Don't want him to get promoted just because of that. <laughs> Weirdo behaviour. Weirdo. So on, on, on to Mansfield, then. I think we've covered Bradford. But I will uh, come back to that in getting reses. On to Mansfield... Um, what do we say about that? <laughs> they did a job on us. They came and did exactly what yeah. they wanted to do. They wanted to grab a one nil, and the two nil was just because we were just pushing for it, wasn't it? And starting to make a couple of mistakes, silly mistakes at the back where we were trying to push forward. So I thought they were a very dirty team. I think they were just they just knew where to stay on the right side of the law, if you like, didn't they? Um, I don't know, the, the, the first five minutes, that tackle on, was it on a horse fall or was it on? Um, yeah, on horse fall, yeah. Quick, yeah, but that was, that was, that that was so late. You know what I mean? Horse had bent down, tied his laces and tucked his shirt in before he got, before he got caught and he was sliding along the floor to him. So, I, I don't know. It was touch and go I think some of the times you might, might have seen a red card for that and then the, the fellow that went in on Hinchliffe 
Mm. I thought he didn't even get because he obviously went off injured. But again, he chased the ball, came back to one of our defenders, and he legged it at the defender. The defender passed it back to Horsfall, I think, and he legged it at uh, Horsfall, and Horsfall backed passed it back to Hinchliff, and he went after Hinchliff and just went straight through him. And they say, you know, he's built he's built like the side of a barn in Hinchliff, and he came off worse. But the referee, he should have got at least a yellow card, even if he was going off injured. It should have been, you know, there should have been something against him. And that's pretty much, I think, set the tone. They knew what they could do and what they couldn't do. And they just... Yeah, I think he was very much entitled to go for it, but... Yeah, but it's... um, Yeah, I think we looked looked out on our feet, didn't we? I think we looked quite leggy. Um, Pretty much the same team that's been playing all over Christmas and stuff like that. So these two weeks... It's a blessing in disguise. I mean, we, we, this is what we said. Even, even at the end of that mental run we went on, even at the end of that run, we were saying for weeks that we looked leggy and we were get, mm. getting away with it at points. So this was going to... I mean, I've, 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 I've said it for about a month or so. Like, we can afford another blip. Yeah. All we have to do is just match what we did, match what the form we showed in the first half of the season, that'll take us to about close to 100 points. That's that's promotion. That That's it. So we, we can afford another blip like we had at the start of the season. And this is we're finding this is it now. We might find that we on, only draw at home to Walsall. And then, well, judge, judging still... by the, the news coming out, Knots are going to be managerless or with a new manager yeah, when we play them. Sounds like it. Um, so I, 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 th- I think we're looking at an away win there. But it, it's just there's, there seems to be a bit of a bit of an overreaction. I don't know if it's because everyone's just hung over from New Year's Eve. I, don't, I, I don't thought it was in the relegation battle. The way that yeah. the way that uh, it's all been going on, it was like I understand. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think from the the three games up to that, getting five points, I thought was decent. And if we'd have got a point against Mansfield, six points still to me wouldn't have been a bad. A bad haul over Christmas, considering the state of us, the amount of injuries, yeah. injuries that we've got. Mansfield came, did a job, did a job on us. We've got two two players took off again. You know, um, whatever whatever Pai done, if he's he said, I think he said it was like on his ankle, didn't he? And then obviously Noel getting getting sparkled. So there's two players that have gone again, and yeah, I just think they would they were just very very physical, and they just wanted. I wouldn't say wanted to injure players because I don't think any footballer goes out to necessarily do it, but they wanted just to rough us up and just try and get us off the game. Because I thought the only thing, the only thing I thought that they were good at was pressing. It did seem to press us of, quite a bit, but I didn't think. Aside from ourselves, else. that was the best pressing I've seen this season. Yeah. Ashley Park. I didn't think there was anything else. An shot. Anything no. else for them, really? And we'll do that to teams before the season's out. We'll we'll have to do exactly that to teams. And and when when we go and do that, people will be lauding it as a great performance, mm. a great a great like, grinding out a win. That's what that's what Mansfield did. Yeah, Fair yeah. play to him. Yeah, absolutely. They, they lost they, one they, game all season. Yeah, yeah. They, they reminded me of late when we played Leighton Orient. Just, yeah, exactly the yes. same. Yeah, Leighton Orient at home last season. Yeah, streetwise, nasty. You know. Experienced players, and they just did. A, they just did a job on us. You can't. You can't really argue with it, can you? You can argue with obviously with Noel and and Pi going off and going into to Hinchliff as well. You could argue that maybe they should have had a player sent off. I'm sure that one of their lads on yellow 
went in late or something. Did he or there's loads of people calling for a red card or something? I can't remember what it was, but but yeah, it's just streetwise, and we've got to get a better. Let's face it, if we've got a full fit squad, that that doesn't happen. I don't think. No, no, I don't think we get we don't get bullied the same. And I think we, I think we, I, we I do the bullying. Which game it is, but we've done we've done that to teams. We've done that. Yeah. To, we've done that a, a couple of games where we've say we bullied them yeah. just the same as they they did it to us because. I think that was one of the things that we was definitely missing the last season. Certainly around that was yeah we were just not as streetwise because I think we said it on air, didn't we? We didn't notice the dark arts that that we employed when you seen it. Every mm. single team that came against us were in the dark arts. So yeah, I mean Ch- Chesterfield twenty twenty two, just before the end of that season, that 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 away win we got there. Some yeah. like that was yeah. Paddy, Paddy Madden at peak shit house that day. <laughs> it was just we just ground it out, and it's one of the all time great county away performances. And I, I don't agree with uh, the Mansfield some of the Mansfield, Mansfield players at the final whistle, like going straight over to Godar fans. It's like, well, no, you've you've got a very good away following who've made non stop noise and created one of the best atmospheres we've seen all season. Certainly better than most of ours in recent weeks, but that's a that's another conversation. Go over to them. I don't. I don't there was there was echoes of when uh, when Chesterfield won two two. with their celebrations yeah. at the end. Knots Knots won two two as well, didn't they? Knots Knots won two two. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's, when they, yeah. that's when they won the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you, but I did like I did like Nigel Clough and his reaction to his fans. He wasn't he wasn't fist uh, fist pumping. Fist what? Fist punching. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't uh, fist pumping at all, was he? Um, he was just like like a bit of a yes and, and a bit of a clap, and that's it. Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, there was. I think there was some people from the railway and complaining that when Noel went down, there's a few of them that started singing "Let yes. Him Die." But I've seen a lot of lot more Mansfield fans that said yes, they did. But it was a minority, and they got shut down straight yeah. away by yeah. their own. Fans. I'll be honest. It's brilliant. The amount of times I've sung that at an away game, where a, where a player has gone down with what you think isn't an actual injury, but then yeah. you soon realise, oh shit, this is serious. I'm a dickhead. I yeah, but it, it, it didn't clear, seem. Clear, like though, I mean, you're not being serious. No, no one sings that actually no. wanting somebody to die, do they? No. Oh. Well. <laughs> no, but no, but you're, you're right though. You're right. I, I remember being at um, one of the many reasons I don't ever feel the need to do Barrow away again. When we played them in, I think it's an FA Trophy game when we were in the National League North under Alan Lord, and one of their players went down, clearly faking it. And me and my mate started singing. It was, there was no segregation or anything. And me and my mate were in front of the bar that they used to have at that end. And me and my mate started singing "Let Him Die," and some Barrow fan behind us was like fully offended, fully offended by it. Just like, but what a thing to sing! It's like, yeah, but he's not though, is he? That's the point. Look, he's up now. And it's just the the Noel thing. I I think our players deserve a lot of credit for the way they played after that because nine times out of ten, when there's a serious injury and a long break in a game like that, the game just fizzles out. Yeah, and you know you you. The players will find it hard to concentrate because it's not just the teammate who's got it's gone down; it's the mate as well, isn't it? Yeah, but especially I think this, somebody said that, that he was actually he was unconscious before he hit the deck, so yeah. he got banged in the back of the head and he went out like a light, and then he's just gone down like a sack of spuds. Yeah. So 
Yeah. You so, yeah. Out and then landed on anything. Yeah. You get all. You get all. Everyone becomes a medical expert at this point. So I saw someone, someone in a WhatsApp group posted a picture of the physios like right over his face, and they say, "Oh God, they're giving him mouth to mouth." It's like, well, mouth to mouth hasn't been a thing for years. Mouth to mouth to mouth. It's not a heart issue, so there's no need for CPR or anything like that. It's clearly a head head injury has been knocked out, and no, they're not. Well, what are they doing then? Well, probably trying to get a response from him, trying to wake him up, trying to so talk yeah, in his ear or something. See it from the Cheedland, there was one of the there was one of them holding his head. Yeah, holding that was that was the one. Giving him mouth to mouth, holding holding his head, and it's like, well, obviously yeah. he's somewhat seriously got on. But yeah, it's... yeah. But but the the word is that he was he was out of stepping ill pretty much as soon as he. I've always wondered this. I can't remember who I was talking to about this last night, but I said I was going to bring it up on the pod. When footballers get taken to hospital, do you reckon they have to like wait in A and E like the rest of us? Like I had to the other week. Well, he was out cold though, wasn't he? They'll triage it as normal, I would have thought. Depends. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he was out by like eight o'clock. Apparently, he's done well there. On a Saturday as well, a Saturday in Stockport. I wonder how many police escorts were there when he when he was there. I, there's, there's only the two when I was there. See, me and Kyle Noyle, we're like that. We're like two peas in a pod. We've both had trips to Stephen Hill in the last few weeks. It's, it's a good point though. Did they get did they get fast tracked through through triage and then then seen by somebody because what because they're a footballer? No, well, Has he got taken in an ambulance. An ambulance. If it's an ambulance job, then that's that's a priority generally, isn't it? Oh, you'll be surprised, Waggy. My dad, uh, no. my dad fell and broke his hip a few months back, and uh, he was sat in the ambulance for twelve hours outside while right. they found the bed. But he is—he probably mentioned that he watches GB News, and then they were like, "Well, we're not we're not <laughs> rushing him through." Sod him. <laughs> there's your triage. <laughs> there's, a, there's a good point. I send them private. If he didn't, it was stepping ill. Was it? Yeah. How do you know? Steve Ellis. Okay. Steve, Steve Steve Ellis is the authority on these matters. He he discussed it with people and what have you. I think a few people texted him and messaged him asking for updates, and he put it out there that he'd, he'd been to Stepping Hill. It's surprising and you that could see by which way the ambulance went. I think I'm assuming the private for when they have surgery and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, the, yeah. Hmm. So while if it while had been we're on serious, this, it'd have been moved to private, wouldn't he? Yeah. While yeah. we're on this, let's. The next topic was we're talk, the next agenda item, gentlemen, is injuries. So should we go? Oh, through... shouldn't take too long to discuss that. Will it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody's injured. Done. <laughs> yeah. Just assume everyone's injured. Let's 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 do a let's do a. Um, I'm trying to think who. who what have we got here? Let's do, let's do a, an injuries one. Flicked on by Armstrong. Oh, it's an on goal. An astonishing one as well by Darryl. Well, that's incredible. It's very it's fitting that you've chosen the Ian Dowie clip for the injury because he broke his leg in that game. Did he? Did he? Do you not know this? No. He broke no, his leg. He there. broke his leg. He broke his leg in a challenge with Jim Gannon and played on for about half an hour after. In fact, it was first half. He went. He got. He went. He got subbed off in the first half because pe- and walked off and everything. And yeah, p- people were taking the piss like, "Oh, they subbed him off because of the own goal." It's like, no, he broke his leg and played on for like twenty <laughs> minutes after. I did not know that. That's good trivia. Yeah. That. It, was a f- 
it was a fair challenge by Gannon and everything. Won the won the ball, like great tackle, mm. and and then yeah, Dowie got a bit of treatment, like got up, carried on. Yeah, I'm assuming it was after the own goal because when he planted his foot after he jumped after he leapt up from the header, that's not going to help, is it? <laughs> broken leg. <laughs> He'd have felt that surely. But yeah, yeah, it's good. Good bit of trivia that is. I, I'm a fan of that. Like, like it. He's um, not come up at the pub quiz yet. <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, our injuries then. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, let's talk about who we're going to get back first. I think he's probably the best one to talk about. I don't Hippolyte. think we've got February, have we? I think he's, yeah, Hippolyte he's and Southern Hales, I think, are first forecast back start of February. Start, start of Feb. February, mid, mid to late Feb, I think he said SARS and Collar and then yeah. Barry. The major ones after that. Oh, do you remember him? Do you remember Louis? Barry? I feel like going all Peter K when I think of Louis. Do you remember Louis Barry? What was that about? Um, but we don't know anything about Pie, do we? As we've, as we've. No, he said. He said. He said. He said they, they put him in a boot, and they were going to go for the obligatory scan in the morning uh, to see what was going on with that. Um, and I suppose for Noel, it's just. What's the pro? If there's anything else that's been damaged with him uh, being knocked out, but it's concussion in it, so I don't think he's allowed to play for two weeks now. Is it two, three, two, weeks? two or three, something like that? Yeah, yeah I can't remember uh, what the actual protocol is, but I saw a few people on Twitter this morning saying eight to ten weeks with Ethan Pye. I'm not sure if that's just people who know people at the club or know his parents, or if it's actually I don't. I've not it's even checked to see parents. if Sam Burns is the one who confirmed it. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's... Mm, another dickhead. Um, but there's, oh, we're on it tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, eight, eight to ten weeks. But then it stops someone buying him in January. So that's that's one thing we don't have to worry about. Didn't so. say it loud. Didn't he say? Why can't it be four weeks? It was a similar injury to collars, and they thought that he said, was only he said it was two or three yeah. weeks. It's been whatever four months or whatever that collar was out for. Yeah. So. He's got into cool. the habit now, Charlie, of saying in his interviews, like when he's asked how long a player's going to be out for, he's like, well, it's, it's going to be either two or three weeks or two or three months. <laughs> Fair enough. Hedge your bets, Dave. It's the best thing to do because the, the way some of them have. But he'll know because he's a physio. He's, he's a physio. Yeah, exactly. He's a physio trained, isn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows his shit. <laughs> Does, um... might, might need a dual role soon if we keep more of them yeah. keep on getting injured. Well, can he be a body set piece coach as well? Can he teach us how to take throw ins? Oh. Is, is, is that doable? Um, I don't. It, it just seems 
there seems to be this school of thought that we're doing something wrong with having so many injuries, but look up and down the pyramid, everyone's got them. Look at <clears> Newcastle <throat> and United in particular. They've probably got the best facilities in the world and the best medical staff, and there's just constant, constant injuries. I mean, that's not the reason United are shit, but... No. <laughs> but it does seem to be this season is that every team that you speak to, you know, I mean, when every away fan that we've had on for this, they've always said, oh, yeah, we've got five or six players out. They've got yeah. this key player, yeah. this key player. And it's every single team seems to be the same. And you yeah. say it's up and down the pyramid. It just seems, and I don't think, I sort of, at the beginning of the season, I thought it was whether it was to do with, you know, the amount of ludicrous added time that they were adding on with this new rules that came in. But that seems to have gone by the by now. We seem to be, you know, obviously Mansfield's different story, but the majority of the time we're getting four or five minutes added on. Which is what we were getting last season. So it's it's as if they've curbed curbed it that. But as you say, it just doesn't. It it's a strange season. There just seems to be too far too many people. Maybe the you know it's the vaccine that's what's causing it. I'm really hoping there's like some of the boffins are writing a thesis on it or something. Because I'd love to know. No, I think I suppose pre-season is a It's what's causing it. <laughs> I wonder if it is a hangover from COVID, though, where they had like that really short turnaround time in between seasons. I wonder, so mean, I wonder if that's mean, part so you mean of over, it. So you mean overworked players? Yeah, in, in terms of they didn't get a full pre-season to rest and recover. And then even though it's been more of a normal length of time pre-season since then, I wonder if it's still a bit of a hangover from that. But um... we started early as well, though, didn't we, last year? Because of the World, was... Cup. World Cup. And then there was yes, the World that's Cup. Right. And... So, yeah, maybe it's... Yeah. Mm. Well, answers on a postcard, please, to TSPW <laughs> Towers <laughs> Stockport. Last, last season, it seemed to be red cards, didn't it, at the start? Yeah. And we've not had one this season, but have we? we? We've not had one in 2023, have we? I think that was one of the... Is that what well, that was? West Brom and us, was it? Was that, was that yeah, West Brom and us are the only two teams that had not had a red card in 2023. Yeah. So he's all expecting a red well, card within five minutes against Mansfield. <laughs> so there's no red card, no red cards at the start of this season, no injuries at the start of last season. So maybe next season we'll have a season of no red cards and no injuries at the start and we'll come flying out of the traps and absolutely piss League One. Oh, loads of red cards and loads of injuries. And come oh, back down. Well, <laughs> Do a Carlisle. I'm gonna bu- I'm gonna bookmark this right now. I cannot wait for this time next year where we're calling people out for whinging about being mid table in League One. I cannot wait because because it's it's gonna happen. Oh, it's, it's gonna yeah, happen. Hundred percent. If if you just all come to terms now that we might need two or three seasons in League One, just all come to terms with it. We can move on with our lives and just enjoy it when it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite zen about it all. We've, we've, we've said that before, haven't we? We're saying the difference from like sort of the top five or six teams to the rest of League One, that's where it's if, proper football, if you want. And there's probably yes. not the best way to yeah. say, but it is, there's a difference in the, the those two, those top five or six teams that are going to be vying to go into the championship that's the next the next step that we need to take so it's like as you say it's mid-table build on that and then 
take the next jump to be pushing for League One. There's a, I've spoken to a couple of um, a Leighton Orient fan and a Carlisle fan who are both both signed up to Yellowboard, and they they said the big difference is you'd be surprised at the the golfing quality between League Two and League One, and players that absolutely bossed it for them last season that they thought would step up have just been anonymous. Like Moxon at Carlisle, one that in the summer we'd all have been delighted yeah. to I'd still be very happy to sign him, but. They want they they mind getting rid of him. By the sounds of it, I mean his contract's up in the summer and there's still no news on him signing a new one. So that, that could be one to keep an eye on over the next few weeks. Um yeah, but they, step- they, yeah, they said like players just aren't players just haven't stepped up as, as they expect to because the, the, there is such a gulf between teams who've come up and the top sides. I mean Stevenage Stevenage are almost the outlier. I th- I think. Yeah. Yeah, they've done really well, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, they have. Well, I think this has been the same going from National League to League Two. I think we noticed it last. I noticed it last season. The, as you say, in in the National League, you you get away with a lot more. I think that was the biggest yeah. thing. You could get away with the the mistakes, whereas as we say, beginning of last year, you make a mistake and you two nil down. You know, it's it was ridiculous, and it's coming to terms with that. And I know everyone's going on saying about look how well the the teams that have been promoted. You know, us. Two seasons ago, Wrexham, Knotts, how well they're doing. But you've got to look at it. They're, we were decent, decent teams. And we were far, far too good for the National League, all three of us. Um, and then, but they're saying it should be the three up, three down. But then they're saying three of the three of the four, three of the top four were, you know, promoted since 2020. But three of the bottom four have also been promoted since 2020 or 2019 or something like that. So, it's being able to sustain that and getting used to getting used to League Two as quickly as you can. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Shall we move on to transfer rumours then? Since we just spoke there about Owen Moxon, um, who's who's in the rumour mill? Who we uh, who we thinking? Um, Deli Ali, uh, Jack Wiltshire, uh, Johnny, Jesse Lingard, <laughs> apparently. Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Uh, Tom I, don't, I don't like to call people idiots on Twitter, but as soon as I saw that, I just thought, Christ almighty, somewhat, oh, turn down 130 grand a week in Saudi Arabia, but yeah, he's going to pick either us or Wrexham on five grand a week, dickhead. Oh, God. I, actually, I wouldn't... He has actually signed for, um, on my FM, um, my football manager save, he has signed for Wrexham. He's played in Wrexham. Oh, that's bleak. Yeah. Well, on mine, Steve Bruce is now Wrexham manager. It's, it's just mental, absolutely mental. <laughs> I, I, I still, uh, I still think Bailey will happen. I know, yeah, I, I think it'll happen, but I, I think it'll be a deadline day thing. I, th- I think they're just well, again holding out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, yeah. But this, this time, we'll be signing someone we've heard of on dead. Isaiah Kite is going to be loving it. <laughs> May <laughs> Isaiah Kite's going to be outside the EP gates like we're loving it what a time to be alive the way that Charlie said though he was like they're not going to be held to ransom and if if mm. we don't if we don't get Bailey then we don't get Bailey we'll go for somebody else you know he's he, he didn't he wasn't very he didn't seem very committed that mm. we were going to sign Bailey, Bailey or 
that asked if we didn't sign Bailey. That was the, and I don't know if, you know, Bailey's been a surprise. Man games. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe man games. Maybe he's just, you know, trying to, but as you say, Salford sacked their manager, which was the one thing that we didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Brassai. Yeah, pretty much what we didn't want. And they did say, well, there's no sign of, there's no sign of gigs taking over yet. Uh, I don't know who else there's. I don't know who else he's going to take over, and and but he said he doesn't want to go back. He said that's the worst, the worst eighteen months that he's had in his footballing life at Salford. So yeah. he's be of mine as well. I think. Yeah, he'll just sit, yeah just sit there and and rot in the reserves for six months. So as you say, why not? But I think they're only asking daft money, aren't they? After daft money for him, I've heard I've seen the two fifty k and all sorts. Can't see it being as much as that because that would be utter madness. I, I think that's just yeah. them playing the game because they know they've got a month. And but from from looking at their forum, the new manager isn't going to be one of the class of ninety two. What is it not? No, I thought that'd be no. the only ones we could afford. Yeah, well, I, I I just assumed it'd be Giggs or possibly Keane or even even Skulls. Let, let him have another crack at being a manager, even though he's quite yeah. clearly shit. But no, no. By the sound of it, there's it's between like two two others. Don't know who, but not not gigs. Which is a shame. That would have been. Bit, been bit unfair saying that Skulls is clearly shit at managing. I think. Oh yeah, he only did Oldham, didn't he? Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot. I mean, For some reason, was, I thought he he'd been somewhere else. You no, know, and the he was he was hung out to dry by the Lemsingums, wasn't he? So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll take that back then. But he is a weirdo. Well, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not disputing that. <laughs> let's, let's just let that be known that Paul Scholes is a weirdo. Um, Mark Morley says, uh, we need at least four and not experienced youngsters. Only if they go out, well, though, surely. And... Well, this is where it gets interesting because yeah. we can only register, unless we let players go, we can only register three more players over the age of 21. And when yeah. you're talking, we need five or six more, possibly. Because, I mean, before Christmas, Challoner said we're looking at four coming in in January. And then we've had more injuries since then. Pond has gone back to Wolves since then as well. Cottrell might be a case of him going back to Swansea as well. Yeah. So it's an interesting one with Pond, because if Wolves have indeed recalled him, rather than... I'd imagine it was mutual, wouldn't you, really? Because he's not... Bigger in for us. He's not been playing, has he? But, so no. And if 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 we're looking at getting back to the back four, which I I think we are, then there's no no place. We've we've got four centre backs that are ahead of him in the pecking order. But he's already played for Wolves this season, so he can he can't go and play for another club unless it's in non-league pond. So we mm. might see him pitch up at Solihull or somewhere possibly. That's the thing. That, and another like early example of Rezzers, the amount of people who don't know that there's this rule when it's been done to death. People say, oh, I'd like us to have Apter who's just been on loan at Tranmere. It's like, yeah, he's gone back to Blackpool and he played he played twice for Blackpool earlier in the season, so it's another. People hanging the hat on players that wouldn't be able to play for us until the summer. Yeah. I think there was talk I saw today of Apter going to Wrexham in the summer. So that yeah, doing the rounds. But but the the same account that's that's been posted now also said Wrexham are signing Shankland 
from him. Yeah. Who's who's going to be in the Scotland squad for the Euro? He's he got a chance of being in the Scotland squad for the Euro in the summer. Do you really think he's going to risk that and drop down to League Two? For five and, and there's going to be like championship. And, yeah. Five. Five million five. pounds. Five. No, he will. <laughs> He'll drop down to League Two. He'll write a book, won't he? And then get a call up for his national team. There'll be a big campaign about it. Yeah, we could be Wales to the 2026 World Cup or whatever. Couldn't he? He'll have written more books than he's ever read, which, which is often yeah. the case with footballers. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wayne, yeah. Wayne Rooney's got like four ABC. books. You're not counting my first ABC. <laughs> I am, yeah. Um, Rob Lander says, um, could both Evans and Lewis get recalled? I think that's a yes, isn't it? They both could get recalled. They can, yeah. I think we, they, they can as of now. Um, yeah, I think possibly only Lewis. I think we might recall Lewis if Pies out for yeah. a, for a length, and we've just sent we've sent Pond back. I think that makes sense. I think if we get to two or three days before the Walsall game, and we've not added any midfielders, I think Evans will come back. But once we've got the players we need, I think he'll go to Wimbledon permanent because his contract's up in the summer. So I think that's what I bet. Lewis, if we're going if we are going back to the back four, which I hope we do, I think Lewis alongside Horsfall would be absolutely spot on. It, it was it was funny seeing the um not meltdown, but just just uh, Wimbledon podcasts and fan accounts on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seeing yeah. the Ponder being recalled and going, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> One of, them, one, of them, one of them put, check out the comments to this. It's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I see something like that, I'm expecting like blatant racism or something. When I see like, oh, the comments to this are terrifying. I thought yeah. like racism and threats of sexual violence and stuff. And it's like, oh. No. He's, but he's, Evans he's, 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 he's recalling. Yeah, yeah. recalling. <laughs> Do you think he'll unregister, like say Stretton or something, to be able to bring another player in? I think Stretton because Stretton because you, oh, right, you can you can change. I don't think Stretton's registered, is he? Is he not? Oh, because he was. Yeah, well, he was out before the beginning of the season, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think Stretton's registered as it is. We need a graphic, don't we? <laughs> a football manager graphic. Yeah, <laughs> who's registered and who's not? Rydell, Rydell, is Rydell under 20 to 21? Is he registered? He's under 21, so he doesn't need to be, does he? Uh, right. Is he still under 21? Or are we falling into this trap again of just constantly assuming Ryan Rydell is under 21? Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> he'll, he'll be having his testimonial, <laughs> and we'll be like, he doesn't have to be registered, it's great! 2031. <laughs> <laughs> he's, apparently he's 22. Oh, so yeah, I knew it! Knew 9th of February 2001. Rydell's over 21 now. Confirmed. Yeah. Right. Um, shall we do game reses? Let's to finish off. Let's play the let's play the reses. Get in the reses. Get in the reses. Not having that. Get in the reses. Get in reses. Right. Oh, I know who's having it. I don't mind I going, first. going first because mine's oh, non-Bradford related, and I'm oh, guessing that then. both of yours are Bradford related. <laughs> Mine is, yeah. Um, well, it was one thing that I noticed at Barrow, and again, we're go we're going on about referees. 
Um, why? Why do referees have to walk off the pitch at half time with the ball in their hand? Oh, if it's multi ball, I know, yeah, it's multi ball. Yeah. It's not as if that's the match ball and nobody can tamper with it. It's not as if they can rub it on the crotch and fucking chip some bits off, like in <laughs> cricket or anything, is it? You know what I mean? But what he did was he actually walked over because it's at Barrow, you walk off behind the goal, don't you? So he didn't have the ball in his hand, so he went and picked one of the multi balls up and then walked in with it. So it's like, what, 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 what's the point of it? And I, I tried, I have actually tried looking to see if it's a rule to say that the referee must walk off with the ball. I've looked at the UEFA refing handbook. Wow. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, it literally took me 30 seconds to scan through it. Um, uh, and yeah. I think it falls under remit 14A. Uh, the referee must always look like a busy cunt. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's under that. I think it, I think it fits under that purview. <laughs> That's what I mean. he, he, he literally went and picked up one of the multi balls off off the little cone, and then walked in with it with his two linesmen next to him. So I'm like, please, somebody, is that a rule? Why it was just absolutely bullshit. But every every game, the referee walks off with the ball, and he has to have the ball in his hand. I think because obviously a lot of these refs were bullied at school. Yeah, you know, they they spend all all their lives playing second fiddle to actual it's athletes. My ball. I'm taking it. Yeah, I th- I think that they're in the little referees room at half time and they're like kick- having a little kick about amongst themselves, going, "See, we could do this." Yeah, either that or they're putting a knife in. <laughs> we'll show them. That explains a lot. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah. very weird. Yeah. Yeah, agreed, yeah. Agreed. That was a, I, was, I was not expecting that. that that's, that's nice and niche, that is. That's yeah, really good. That. Yeah. Well done. I like it. Um, there you go, see. Right. I'll I'll go next. Um mine is is away away parking related. So for those you, for those you may or may not remember, but I got fined twice last season for parking. Once was at Bradford. So I thought this tack can't make the same mistake this time. I didn't I didn't get fined, but I lost money. So I went on just parking to find a spot thinking it'd be busy at Bradford on a Friday night. Didn't realise it'd be dead as a doornail. So I parked ages away, went to this spot, and it must have been some sort of scam because I paid eight quid for nothing, basically. <laughs> um, got there, the shutters were down, and there was a public car park just over the way for £1.20, and I've been reimbursed about £1.75, so definitely quids down. But then we had to walk from... Bradford Centre to the ground, which was about 15, 20 minutes. Met Roger on the way, who does watch the podcast. Nice to speak to you, Roger. Really pleased to meet you, mate. Um, and got absolutely drenched. That's why I was wet. That's why I was cold. That's why I don't remember any of the fucking game. So that's my getting reses. Park, don't get a parking spot off just parking. Is <laughs> the moral of the story. I think that's, that's true. True to this podcast, though, is obviously you didn't really do your research. You just seen just park and went, yeah, that'll do. No, but that's what I thought I did, though. That's what I thought. I thought I'd, I'd done some pretty good research. You know, got myself a parking spot and and what have you. The bingo that was the shutters yeah, the were bingo. down when I got there. <laughs> anyway, that's oh, mine. God, well, that, yes, I. They can, they can both go in, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, sorry you're having parking woes with us. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll start a crowdfunder for you. Yeah. Say again? Oh. 
We'll start a crowdfunder for you. For your, <laughs> my uh... parking. And then, then you can just do what you want, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trouble is, if you go on coach, you end up drinking, don't you? That's that's my other that's my other vice, you see. So I'd prefer I, to... I got see. fined at Bradford last year, last season. Did you? Yeah, but mine's a company car. So my fine goes to my company. And then they're supposed to send the fine out to me and then I have to pay it. They didn't. They sent it to my headquarters, which is in rugby, and just put my name on it. And it got into rugby, and it was only um, after they'd received four letters to say that this fine had not been paid. And you go into court, and you're getting points <laughs> on your license and all sorts. That I eventually got this letter sent through to me for I think it was a six hundred pound fine plus um, expenses. And I just went back to my company and went, "What's this? Why?" Uh, that was it. Was literally, I think, well, was it October when we played Bradford? Away last year, yeah, October was it a bit earlier than that. A bit earlier than that, I think it was like it was even nearly Christmas. It felt warm, so maybe it was October. I don't know. It was either nearly Christmas or just after Christmas that I got my fine through, and it was like right. six hundred quid. And I just went, "What? what? No, <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it." Um, and they basically they they because they screwed it up, they paid my fine for me, and I didn't have to go to court or nothing. So I got away with it. Fair dues. <laughs> Fair dues. Um, Nick says there was a six that that can get him res as well six fifteen pitch. So I had I had all my parking woes plus that in the middle of it. As soon as I started to park, it was six fifteen. Dan's going oh don't, pitch inspection, but I might just take Richard Louth's advice next time. Just, just yeah. drive around in circles until something yeah happens. Just do that. Fuck it. Best way of doing right, it. Right, let's move on from the top of the episode. Nick, what's yours, mate? <laughs> <laughs> The best episode in the world. <laughs> I well, but yeah, yeah. So well, b- before I've got a I've got a cracking round of uh, starting elevens ready to uh, to close the show. But first, mine surrounds the six fifteen pitch inspection at Bradford. Six fifteen is late for a pitch inspection. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, the rain had eased off most of the day. They would had rain in the days previous. It had eased off during the day. And then just got torrential again around tea time. So in this case, I know it's not ideal for people, but it makes sense. But what annoys me, what annoyed me about it, and what I want to put in the resers is the people saying, "Oh, such a tin pot club! Oh, I, I can't believe your pitch is that bad." It's like the clues in a stadium name. It's, it's called Valley Parade. It's it's in a valley. Like it's going to suffer more. With it. I mean, if you look back to the start of the season, their pitch was fantastic. Really good, like one of the, one of the best pitches around. I think similar to us, they've won loads of awards and stuff for the pitch. But in a valley, it will get a bit a bit dicey in the winter. Just geography, isn't it? And that's that's just yeah. The, the, the amount of people uh, t- tweeting Bradford saying, "Oh, you're so timpot." Like Bradford's Twitter admin is going to go, "Well, actually, lads, right? Yeah, he should have done. It would have saved a lot of bother if he just put a tweet out and said, "Look, dickheads." Do you do geography at school? <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely goes in the reses because if there's any, if there's one club that isn't Tim Pot in this division, it's probably Bradford, isn't it? Yeah, the I mean, regular 16, 16 17,000 that they're getting. Yeah. 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 Nine, 19,000 won it, I think, for our match as well. So, yeah. 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 Good. Can't argue with yeah. that. And we've had, a, we've had a couple through as well. Um, railway and facilities might as well be in reses. And, the, Nick, you, can you vouch for that? I mean, I've, 
I've never been not been yep. for a long, long yeah. time. Yeah, I'd, I, oh, I, I would not put my worst enemy in there. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I do because my worst enemy, as we all know, is myself. It's yourself, and I do sometimes. <laughs> I do sometimes pop myself in there. It's just, it's that man of the people status I've got. You see, I've, I want to be, I want to be seen to be slumming it with all sorts, but the, oh, the seat sniffers and mouth breathers that you get in there. Oh my god! I got a cold after the Notts County game because someone coughed on me. Are we still on the facilities bit, or have you just moved on to everybody that goes in the railway? End? No, yeah, just everyone that goes in the railway. And resers, <laughs> get them in. <laughs> I mean, t- to be fair, you could put them in the resers, and they'd probably get a better view. To be honest, because <laughs> there's probably about twenty percent of the seats that you can't see anything because the crossbar's right in front of you. I'm sure that's the same in the. It's a lower percentage, but that's the same in the Cheetland and every behind every goal across the country. No? Yeah, well, shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. <laughs> they, should, they, they should use the technology for the crossbar that they use for invisibility cloaks in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. It's a documentary, isn't it? It's, watched it over Christmas. It's, it's a you know real real life documentary. Is that, so is that the title? Is that the title of the podcast? The crossbar invisibility cloak. It is now. It'd only be one way though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. They'd have to switch it off. They'd have to switch it off when the action's coming towards there. And then you'll get all the people behind the door going, Oh bloody hell. Couldn't you just have it painted on the back? That's what I mean. Oh. Have to be a one-way mirror. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, like a one-way mirror. Yeah. They just yeah, yeah. need to put a little bit Oh, just have it. it as like a ribbon like they used to in the early days of football. Yeah, yeah. They used to have a ribbon or a piece of tape, didn't they? There's there's yeah, no they rattling the crossbar back in them days. No. Um just a snap. Should we move on you? to the quiz at the end? Let's do it. We're going back in time. Well, I mean, it'd be a bit pointless if we didn't go back in time with this, <laughs> this wouldn't it really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, let me just play a transition, ready? Go. Here's Armstrong. Armstrong. Yes! Oh, what timing. So, oh, it's interesting you should choose that one. So, we are going back to... Let me just double-check the date. We're going back to the 7th of January, 1996. Any any ideas? What? Who were playing that day? Um, Millwall football team. It was Everton away in the third round. Oh, the oh God, was it right? Okay, yeah. I thought we'd been FA Cup third round weekend. I thought we'd, yeah. Given we've not got one of our own to look forward to, that we're actually very happy about now. <laughs> like, at the yeah. time, we were livid. Just like it's a wasted opportunity that is. But in hindsight, it's like, yeah, cheers, lads. Yeah. So. Right. Waggy, don't be looking at the don't be looking at the comments, Waggy. Yeah, and you two have got the spreadsheet now. Another another Rezzers one that says the music when the players are coming out. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll get on that next week. We've got we've got a lot of chatting. We've got a lot of uh, time to fill next week with there being no football yes. and if there's no signings, I don't know what we're going to do. So we've got I've got to uh, get it ramped up somehow. Uh, if you're in the comments, please don't ruin it. We're more than capable of doing that ourselves when <laughs> these two can't even name a single player that played in one of the most iconic games in county history. So, yes, the game is Everton away in the FA Cup, 7th okay. of January, 1996. The game we are playing is starting 11s. Russ and Waggy will get take take goes after each other. 
in a sudden death penalty shootout format where they have to name a player who started in the county lineup for that match. If they name a player who came off the bench, they get another guess. If they name a player who didn't start, they've missed. Yeah. Sudden death. So so don't don't go panicking just when you get one wrong until the other right. person gets one right straight after. Okay. Play the quiz yeah. music, please. There we go. That was suitably tense. I need to time that because it there's a bit of a few second a delay. delay so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Tarrant doesn't have this shit. Right, Russ, you're up first, mate. Give me a player from that 11. Uh, Ian Halliwell. Correct. Waggy, over to you. Uh, Flynn. Mike Flynn is a yes. Russ. Neil Edwards. Neil Edwards was in goal. Yes, he was. I, I love the feeling of power I get from this. Jim Gannon. Was Jim Gannon in the 11? He was not laggy, uh, and he didn't come off the bench either. So, Russ, you can you can win it with this one, mate. Chris so, Sorry, some uh, some uh, adopted scouse knobhead was talking over you. Uh, <laughs> try again. It's only because he's got two right, and I only got one right. That's what I was Oh, yeah, he went first. He went yeah, first, yeah, yeah. didn't he? Oh, anyway. sorry! All right! <laughs> <laughs> the first one of the year, but yes, Chris Bowman was right anyway, so you've, 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 you've sealed it. So, uh, well, well done, everyone. That that went really well. Up on, until, Derek, uh, on, still need to get the get the proper dramatic music at the end. Um, yeah. So the lineup for that game was Neil Edwards, Sean Connolly. Uh, go, go on, keep going, yeah. Yeah, Sean Connolly, Lee Todd. Yep, Flinny. I think Matt Bound was Matt Bound. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Uh, you are. So you have got one, two, three, four to name. Alan Armstrong. Yes. Uh, Tom Bennett. Very nice. I was hoping you'd get him, yeah. Yeah. Two to I'm go. Kieran Durkin. Nope. Did he come off the bench? Nope. Oh, so that's me out then. There we go. Okay, any any ideas on the... We've got two more to get and two subs. Jeffers. Jeffers is a yes. The other player in midfield was... Very good, it was indeed, yes. And the two substitutes were Tony Dinning and Martin Chalk. Martin Chalk, who... I was really hoping we'd get to the stage where Martin Chalk was the only one left and just yeah, see how long yeah. we're here for. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, more of that next week. Yeah, good. Like it. Can't cool. Wait. Right. Um, let's call it a day. Thank you for watching and listening. Please do like the video, rate reviewers, and subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be back on Monday with the Courtyard Club Call with me, Waggy, and Dan. We'll be back next week for our weekly show, hopefully talking about transfers. And that's it. Because we'll have no injuries back. <laughs> no one's going to be fit. He's just going to be transfers. Oh, we didn't talk about um, Eric Bristow, did we? Ethan Bristow. We'll talk no, about I, I saw a few people asking what squad number they think he'll have. I'm calling it now number 23. 
23 is a suitable left back number as far as I'm concerned. So right. So you weren't. He's been freed up by Chadwick, who is another player who we didn't talk about who's left. This is true. Yes. Yeah, we didn't. We'll talk. We'll do. We'll do a bit more of a deep dive on that because hopefully there's some activity and we'll, we might even get a graphic going with the with the players who were registered and things like that. I'll try and try and knock one of those up. So um, we'll get some more football manager screenshots. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, cheers to everybody for that, um, and we will see you next week. Nothing fell on my head during the quiz this time. Nice. The guitar moved this on. episode of the Scarth Begala War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarthbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.